People like games. Present. King in the castle. King in the castle. The at some point in the day show with Solo and Reg. Um, are we recording yet? I like that beginning. I'm gonna stick with that forever. Um, what are you playing right now? So you just bought a whole bunch of shit, and so you said you were playing Ghost. You just started it. Yeah, literally just started it. And it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, right? It's the most beautiful game that I got to play for a total of like six hours because I actually love that save system. I love that it's forcing me to uh, to learn like patience because there's a lot of games where you could be a patient player and mm-hmm. be rewarded for it, but you can also just like power your way through a lot of the time. And it, it's definitely making me sit back and like look at what's happening. It's funny because I'm playing the exact opposite experience in Hades, which it's like difficult to explain. One, it's very addicting, but two, it's difficult to fuck because you have to beat the entire game in one run. And so, oh, it's like a rogue less. like that. Yeah, but every time you die, you have permanent power ups that you're getting. And so you're building up, so you basically create a new set of skills every time you run through from tower one, but you have to go literally to the end of the game in a singular run for that to occur. Damn. Yeah, exactly. I'm only like two worlds in, I'm just like, play like an epic loss, and I'm like, I can't do this anymore, fuck this. You know, it's like Cuphead, it's like Cuphead, but worse, but. I I was so addicted to Cuphead when I first played it. Mm-hmm. And it is the same amount of dying until you memorize exactly how that shit works until you can then beat it. And so, actually, I mean, hey, I, that kind of shit gets me, though. I can't lie. <laughs> exactly. You, then you'll love it. You'll love Hades. It's it's really, really fun then. It is an hour look for a co-op game, and I almost did Cuphead. And then I was like, <laughs> that's not going to end well for anybody. I actually just bought uh, Snipper Clips for a co-op game. That is a terribly potentially unpronounceable name. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I've I've referred to it as like Snip Clippers a million times. <laughs> That's funny. What is this game? Is this sort of like Cuphead? No, it's um, it's it's like a puzzle game where you and your partner are two different shapes, and you have to use each, like cut pieces of each other out in order to reach certain objectives. Interesting. Interesting. We're playing Pode, which is sort of like, actually, no idea what it is. I tried playing for like an hour last night and that very baseline understanding of the game. But Unravel is, is really good, though. So you still check actually, Unravel uh, too. I don't know about the first one. I I just got finally um, Steve for Smash. Oh, yeah. So I'm ready to get back into Smash a little bit now. <laughs> Do you have to buy the new Fighter Pass to get that? You can buy it individually. Who else did they release alongside Steve? Uh, Steve and Alex together. I believe that, like they're probably just clones. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the only other one um, that we know from this fighter pass so far is like Min Min from Arms. <laughs> Min Min. Like, I don't know what they're doing with the expandable characters. I felt like they had so much momentum going into it with the first six, and then they just sort of lost the entire like train yeah. of connection because like they didn't try to tie in anybody at some point i thought sora or master chief would end up in there for some reason 
I would love Sora, and Sora would fit way more than Master Chief would. <laughs> I mean, but they even got Snake in there, right? And so, like, what the Microsoft Nintendo thing we talked about, I was like, it would serve well. He'd sort of be a Snake-like character at the end of the mm -hmm. day, but the other one's way better. I mean, candy, by the way. It's Christmas time, so we're eating Christmas candy. So, Hell yeah. Regardless, um, going on this week, there's actually, again, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just the new console release and Christmas upcoming, but not a lot going on again for another week. Um, yep. Most of the news has been all uh, just like Cyber time, Monday deals. Yeah, literally. Cyber Monday and Black Friday. Um, and they're like, it, it's still advertising like the deals that are still going on. That's basically the whole news cycle still. I've never been more confused. Wait, are, are we recording yet? Like, yes, we are. Okay. I've never actually been more confused with the way this whole Black Friday system worked, where I thought, what days, what deals were coming out? Even Cyber Monday. I thought Cyber Monday happened already in October, which was supposed <laughs> to happen in July. But I think I just lost track of what any of these days are. But I did listen to an interesting podcast that said that, Retailers actually make up 25% of their entire yearly sales in the time between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And so with, you know, Black Friday yeah. actually really working and actually a couple of video game sale numbers are coming out. So sales are down actually across the board on Black Friday. Really? It was like 10% in digital and 20% plus in, in physical. Physical is sort of obvious, but um, digital I being down to Cyber Monday deals though. Honestly, it, the real question is, it's just been... If you take the entire spending from the month of November, you'll probably have a better estimate because of the fact that I feel like there's been rotating deals going on all month. Yeah. And, you know, for the most part, alongside the new consoles, like now that the new consoles are out, they have every reason to just get rid of any old game that they can because why the fuck? And not? people have been spending money on video games for nine months now with nothing else to do. And even now, uncertainty moving forward, like it's sort of a why not situation. And so it's coming out in terms of games being priced out, but new consoles are fucking a mess, man. I I bought mine from PS5 from Costco. Really? And yeah, it's supposed to come in today. Actually, no, yesterday. Just My says, friend got his in two days. No and shit. He, bought, he was able to slip in uh, an order the other day. What? Because I we got we got my brother and I got a chance to get a second order in. They just emailed us. So I sorry we canceled it because we're out of stock. And I'm like, why did you let the transaction go through? Mess. But regardless, um, so I guess the biggest interesting thing to me so far was Genshin Impact making six million dollars a day. That's not what was it said like four hundred million they've made four hundred million uh, in two months. Yeah, and mm -hmm. actually, um, I just saw today. Google and Apple stores both said that um, I think they called it game of the year for mobile games for both of them. Uh, and nothing has come out. I mean, you've, you've talked about it. I don't think any anything that's come out in comparison. That actually puts into the game of the year wars into a bit more um, contrast for the fact that they didn't even have Genshin Impact listed among. And it's like, at the end of the day. And it's like kind of a hybrid mobile console game at this point. I, I, see, I wish you could get accurate video game statistics. I would love to know where on the break, where the breakdown is in terms of the predominant percentage of mobile 
versus console. Yeah, you kind of just have to players. trust the company's numbers when they want to release them if they do. Yeah. If, and they're only going to release them when they're good. It's like Netflix being like, hey, X amount of people watch this show. And we're like, what about that one? They're like, look at which one we're talking about, my guy. We're not talking about that number. We're talking about this number. Or it'll take a couple months, like Square Enix just came out and said, yeah, Marvel's Avengers lost money. Like, as yeah, people didn't already know that. But that's when it's like undeniable and your actual financials are coming out. So like when you have to, yeah. when you have such a bad loss that you have to write it down, it's like you can't really avoid that new cycle. They're not volunteering yeah. that information. They're volunteering that, you know, it's just like, yeah, about that. Yeah, we're, we're, we're coming out with new shit, by the way. I love how these new cycles always get set up, right? In the same time that the loss and the DLC news came out back to back. And I'm like, you guys aren't getting that money back. <laughs> you guys don't get that money back. Avengers is over. The Marvel, I mean, Fortnite's proof. Like, yeah, it popped a little bit, but it, it doesn't feel like it's really driving anything. Fortnite's getting Kratos now. Again? Again? Didn't they have Kratos before? No, they oh, wait, didn't no, they have, Kratos. have Kratos. They had uh, Thanos? Yes. It was the Thanos one. It was the DC one. Well, uh, Thanos is Marvel. Marvel? Oh, was that that was remember. that was like the beginnings of the uh, the Avengers team up stuff. Yeah, exactly. But I remember when it was just partially like a like a short term thing. But now they're doing multi year deals. Does the well, game that, even? That was a time for I think at the time the movie was just about to come out. Do they use any Fortnite? I mean, for do they use any of their actual powers in the game, or is it just costumes? I Am I, I actually around think... Iron Man with a gun. I think they have some character-specific things, but I don't know how it works. I haven't played Fortnite in a while, to be honest. I haven't played Fortnite since Season 2. The only reason I wanted to play again recently was because I saw they have uh, a new Venom skin, and that's the only reason I want it. <laughs> I'd be curious. I, I'm just like, I don't know how they're getting the Venom as Marvel and Sony. I'm just, DC is going to win that, though. I wish DC would pick a game. But that... For sure, all to talk about then. I thought the Zlatan Ibrahimovic and Gareth Bale thing with FIFA was interesting because it's the rights and usage for sports players and characters is always interesting to me. So mm -hmm. if you're unfamiliar, if people are unfamiliar, when you sign to a league, you basically have the actual uh, union that represents the league. And basically by nature of signing with the league, you are giving up your right to ownership of your own image, except for in certain branding situations. So if they want to use your likeness, the NBA in any form or to sell it, they can, but you also have the right to go and, you know, pitch Gatorade or Powerade, whichever you prefer. But at the end of the day, for FIFA, it's a little bit different because you're going through different countries and different international institutions. So the way the licensing works is different. Apparently they had a third party that's responsible for getting all the likenesses and then giving it over to EA. But then they're like, Yo, this third party that works sort of, sort of as like a European Union of fucking FIFA player rights holdings ends up being like, um, yeah, we do that. And Don's like, I never had anyone talk to you. Uh, and Gareth Bale's like, wait a second. That Me would be you. <laughs> Me either. I was like, wait a second. Who's making money off this? It's sort of like what happened with the NCAA um, sports games where that, that image of likeness challenge ended up Ending. That was the first thing that uh, that I thought of was we we don't have that anymore. 
We do not. And it's probably going to affect them. That's been a major battle between FIFA and Pro Evolution Soccer, which is sort of the alternative to the series in the sense that whoever owns the rights long-term ends up dominating because you literally cannot create an alternative product, which reminds me of the old 2K and live days when 2K dropped all their prices down to like 20 bucks and you could get all three sports games for the same price you could get just the live. And they were better games. Mm-hmm. Or was that uh, was that opposite? Was the live ones cheap? I think it was two K that came out at the twenty dollars price point. Yeah, I I don't remember which was which, but I do remember that. <laughs> I remember that people don't even remember that we had that. Like there, there was a long time where we had concurrently running games like that, and people had to sit down and make a choice. Like now, it's just two K or die. Like seriously, and where the fuck is NFL Blitz and? NHL hits in all of these games that would be huge right now. Like you remember um, NFL Street when that came out? Hell yeah! What happened NFL Street? FIFA, FIFA Street. Like Mario Super Strikers is still probably like top version ever of soccer sports game. Yeah, I was gonna say just sports game in general. And like <laughs> even Mario. Uh, shit, man, they gotta remake that game. That was. <laughs> I, I played the Wii version. It was actually pretty fun. Really, goddamn! I wonder if we can get like a man. Nintendo will cut it down real quick. I was like, we just get a mod and get a tournament going and see if we they can make just it run. Have, they they could easily like we've talked about all the remasters too before. Like they could easily make a Mario. Like I know they have Mario Sports Mix, but I don't think it's the same as like uh, having a fully fledged out game like all these. We would need be. to do an episode on porting because I want to really understand. Other than actual uh, dimensions and scaling issues, what they actually have in terms of getting the coding or the programming to work and shift over to a different language as well. And how many of those pieces? Because for the Smash series, Smash 4 for the Wii U ended up being the source base code that ended up being made for Smash Ultimate. So they took a lot of the polygons and the characters directly from there, brought them over and then reworked them. And so, well, Nintendo doesn't have a problem recycling assets. I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's big fact. If it's easy and people buy it, why would you do it differently? Although I will say, when they go after uh, when they go after a new art style, they do it nice. Like it is really cool, and oh, especially absolutely. on the Switch. Like we we brought up a Pokemon Mystery Dungeon before, and I actually did start playing it today, and definitely weird definitely different but i do like the storybook art style it's like it's kind of cool the the switch has become a home for really interesting indie titles with unique aesthetics especially because it's so cheap when it gets onto the e-shop and one of the sales that between five to ten dollars you're getting an interesting aesthetic i want to try dungeon out because i played i played for like two minutes and i was just like the storybook style it reminded me of okami a little bit Mm mm-hmm and that that sort of watercolor sort of soft style works really well in a game yeah. and it works it, really well with pokemon like that it does work really well with pokemon i would love to see alternative styles of pokemon made versus just the rehashing of the same exact it's only because we, we were watching um then i watched a detective pikachu and what's your what's your what's your one sentence review of detective pikachu didn't see it yet. i didn't want to you didn't watch detective pikachu I I looked at it and I was like, Surprise. that looks really cool, but I don't want to tarnish 
all this for myself. And I had a I'll, feeling that I would. That's funny. Tarnishing is a very funny word to use it. I would say that I watched it and my reaction was that was a shockingly good way to pull it off. Even though really? the storyline is stupid, everything about the movie outside of the fact that on its face, I was like, uh, I don't know about this. And then I sat down and watched it and I was like, you know, it could have been done a lot worse. People have done a lot shittier jobs than with a lot less. I or actually rather. I have a big oh, fear of live actions being being an anime fan. Like anytime I hear live action, I'm kind of like just ready to doubt. Because almost every single movie I could have they could have possibly created with the concept. Like it's watchable to the degree that I got to the end of it and I was like, not bad. Not bad. Hey, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds probably had some charm, so I'll give him that. And it's a great visual execution of Pokemon because that's where that's the biggest the one thing would thing have been to like, make. The, the models that I did see looked cool as hell. It blended in perfectly. And so when I see that, I'm like, no, nah, this, this, this has, it has enough merit to be worth a watch and not ruin anything. It's not so bad to be like the Bleach version of a movie. Okay. Yeah. I'll we're gonna come out. back. We're we're gonna do it. Just, okay, we're gonna do Reggie's reaction to that Detective Pikachu. <laughs> That's gonna be funny. Um, all right. What was well, that? A, what was that old show with the puppets that they used to just like watch a movie and do commentary over it? Oh shit! I don't remember, but I remember Harry Potter Puppet Palace. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're gonna just cut this in over us going right now. <laughs> and just have them run over. All right, I'm gonna note that in my editing. <laughs> Harry Potter puppet pals written, but anything. I guess that that's all, folks. That's all we have. Those should all talk about. And so this is what you get: a random conversation about nothing. Yeah. We're back. There's. I wish we had more to talk to you about, but like, I I sat around for fucking hours looking for new stuff to talk about, and there's, it's just not shit there. All. So we're gonna just start talking about our own shit. So get ready for reviews. Yeah, I bought a lot of games, so I'm ready to talk. <laughs> I didn't buy anything, but I plan to make some reviews about games anyway. Should be fun. Hey, and people then, love talking about old games. I love talking about old games. Even new games. Even games I haven't played or have played. I'm going <laughs> to review everything. We're going to review everything, and then Reggie might come through afterwards and try to fix it and actually review <laughs> it. You'll find out, viewer, if you stick around. We'll give you a pre and post. <laughs> a pre, pre-review, post-review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. We're going to do that this week because apparently the new cycle is getting thinner. So in lieu of shit to talk about, we're going to make shit up to talk about. <laughs> That's my strong set. My strong set? My skill set. That's how it all started, baby. Applicable phrase goes here. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, there's really not shit all to talk about. And yeah, thank you for listening. Is there anything we'll else? We'll be back. We will, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully they that give us something to talk about. Seriously, that was ominous sounding, so I'll be back to talk about nothing alongside Red <laughs> next week. Or was it ominous yep. sounding? Who knows? We're gonna we out. will be back. We just don't know if we'll have anything to talk to you about. You know you want to listen now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Peace, folks. Peace.